EFTM Tech Cars Lifestyle This is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long EFTM G'day, g'day and welcome, great to have your company, good to be back uh, Nice little uh, couple of days in the country up at Mum's Pub And uh, just a couple of days with the kids on the road, a good road trip um, look, I don't, I don't think I'll bore you with the electric vehicle road trip here. I think I'll probably leave it for a chat with Stephen Fennick in the private feed. Um, some people are going to hate that cause you don't listen to that, but I don't know. Let me know if that's you and I'll think about it. Bottom line, we, we, we got there and back. No problems. In fact, we didn't have to charge on the way back at all. Um, and we got uh, a beautiful charge on the way up at Scone for nothing. And then uh, a quick little top up at the Tesla supercharger, but Jesus, they're expensive. Very expensive. I just feel like it's all very exciting, the electric vehicle revolution. But uh, unless you're charging at home and managing your, your power and your solar and all that stuff, the true savings, oh, I'm not sure they're there long term because if you pay for public power, you're at the mercy of someone else's decisions on cost. So interesting, long-term questions. Uh, but anyway, we are we are back. We're back, and uh, good to be back. Lots going on. Pumped out a bunch of reviews this week. There's a lot of news going on this week. It's all happening. I've got um, today's show segment. I've got to sort for tomorrow morning, and I've got to go to JB Hi-Fi and pick up products from there. I'm freaking out, baby. Uh, it's just a lot going on on a, what is normally a very planned and processed Tuesday. I like my Tuesdays to be, you know, very regimented. Is that the word? You know. Schedule, all that kind of stuff. Um, anyway, good times. Uh, <laughs> the uh, There's a lot to get through here today, a lot of great calls, including a couple of people trying to save money on stuff. And I, I feel like we're going to repeat the, the same advice. So uh, pardon me if we do, but it's learning for everyone. Um, and I want to tell you a story about my Aussie broadband, my Netgear Orbi, and how my internet was letting us down at home. Now, you didn't think you'd hear me saying that because I'm such a strong advocate for those two brands, aren't you? But you'll be surprised to know what I found and what solved our problem. So stand by for that one. Right here on the EFTM Podcast, you know how to get in touch. Let's take your calls. If you've got a tech question, all you do is go to the website eftm.com, click on Ask Trev, and it'll come straight to me, and we'll get uh, we'll get on the blower every Tuesday. Roger's on the line. G'day, Roger. Hey, Trevor. How are you? Thanks for Mate. taking my call. Very well, buddy. What can I do for you? Oh, I've just got a um, question regarding the best vacuum, the robotic vacuum cleaner yep. at the moment, and specifically in, ga- in regards to the Ecovacs range. Just wondering what the best value for- is and the best type I can get, please. Oh, value versus uh, versus best. So I'm super lucky I get to try all the Ecovacs range because they're just an awesome company in a- and-, and they have a great team in Australia. Um the thing is, every every year there's a new one, right? Let's be real clear. So so right now yeah. the X2 is brand new, like literally just out. Um, the X1 Omni is last year's model. I don't even know. Can you still – have you looked around it? Can you still get that? Uh, yes, you can, yeah, and it's about $1,000 che- or about $800 cheaper than the X2. Okay, okay. I mean, and look – I was wondering if that was, if that was warranted or not. Love the X1. 
great device. Um, it was the first genuine like game changer for me because it um, cleans cleans out the water, but also cleans the mopping pads and everything on the. So basically, you don't touch it for a month or two. <clears throat> it goes out, does its thing, comes back, cleans itself, and then goes out, does its thing. You know, it's just every day does its thing, and then you you clear it up every month or so, right? So it was awesome right, and, it, yeah. and and great. Now, my wife didn't like it because it was massive, huge thing. Um, but in the end, I just said to her, this is doing a huge amount of work for us, so I don't really care. Um, I wish I yeah. could have gotten the white one. I think she would have liked that better. It would have gone with our decor more, which I think you can get from Ecovacs. It's still available for about two grand. Now, the new okay. one yeah. is $2,500. And... Here's the simple question that will decide whether you need this or not. Have you got carpet or hard floors or both? Both. Then you need the X2. So right. with the okay. X1 and any other robot vacuum until now, what you do is you say, well, look, we're going to we're gonna vacuum today or we're going to mop today. So what you do is you pick up the unit, you put the mopping pads on, and then it goes and mops. Or you send it out and uh. it vacuums. But with the X2, what it does is when it does its mapping, it learns where everything is and it detects carpet and it lifts up the mopping pads. Like while it's driving along, it goes and up they go about 12 millimeters or something. And then while it's vacuuming the carpet, the mopping pads are just dangling there. Um, and then when it gets back to the hard floors, it just down they go and they start scrubbing away again. So it's kind of a no-brainer. In that sense, that's a game changer. Yeah, Mate, that's massive, good. Massive, massive yeah, game yeah, changer. And yeah. let, let's be real; it's a huge investment. Two and a half grand is a huge yeah. investment. But it, yeah. And I, I will say to you too, it doesn't stop you vacuuming ever. Right? You know those times when your mother-in-law's coming around or something, and you go, right, we're kids, we're going to clean the house. You just everyone gets together and you do it all. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. you, you yeah. might still run the vacuum over an area or whatever. But what we do is we all get together, we do all that clean, and then we we put all the chairs up on the table. We have two types of robot vacuum cleans. The everyday where it just goes around and knocks into things and, you know, we've got rubbish lying around and kids' toys or whatever. That's just it's doing yeah. its best. But then there's the, oh, yeah. okay, on a Saturday, let's put all the chairs up before we go out for baseball. And then as we leave, I'll turn yeah. the vacuum on and it'll do a thorough clean, not missing a spot and, you know, Happy day. So you kind of approach it very differently depending on what day it is, what you're doing, and and how how much effort you want to put in. Um, but yeah, it's it's unbelievable how far we've come with these things. They do such a great job. And yeah, that's awesome. If my yeah. wife is is the gauge, and she is, because she hates all this stuff. She she never like the early days, and I'm I'm talking just three years ago. She thought the vacuum was cool, but she still wanted us to. Um, vacuum every night after dinner with a normal vacuum, stick vacuum. And then she would get those, one of those water mop things, you know, those pad mops that you scrub the floor yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, Not old school mops. We've got hardwood floors. And, um, and you know, get that out once a week or more. So now I don't remember the last time I saw her with that mopping device. She just goes, can you? Oh, that's awesome. She, she won't install the bloody app herself, but she just says to me or my, my elders, <laughs> can you run the vacuum now? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It's, it's a oh, pretty big endorsement. Yeah. So, mate, if you can stump it up, yeah. the X2 Omni is an absolute genius device. I haven't actually written. It's so new I haven't written my review yet. Um, probably right. do yeah. that early next week, but you've just heard my review. <laughs> it's, awesome. Um, it's awesome. Great. And that's, that's answered my question. And Excellent. My one, number one advice is get the map right. <clears throat> so send the family out to wherever. Uh, move everything you can that's, that's normally – um, not you know not, not the lounge, but all the little chairs and all that stuff. 
block off, you know, anything that where it can't go. Like when I mean can't go, I mean just it will never go. And then set it out to do the map. Leave it to do its thing. And you want the best map possible before you start your journey because then you want to go through and you go, right, you draw a virtual boundary on this door, never go in there. We're going to rope off this area. It's the kids' playroom. Just never go in there. And you really build the perfect map. And from that point on, it's a, it's easy. You build the rooms. You label the rooms. It's very, very good. Awesome. Excellent. Yeah, All right, Chad. Enjoy, mate. Enjoy. Wonderful. Thanks so much for your help. Really right, appreciate Happy it. Happy shopping. Good, good on have, you, Rob. Have a great Roger. day. Cheers, mate. Um, yeah, happy customer, I'm sure. Uh, and you know, that's the interesting thing. It's two and a half grand. It's very expensive. And I know people are, uh, thinking about a $400 vacuum. Fine. But everyone's different. And Roger is prioritizing this and he, he might be doing very well. Uh, but it doesn't matter. The, the fact is that's the perfect device for him. And just see the difference when I told him about the hard and soft floors, you know, very, very important to think about what they can do. All right, EFTM.com. EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM Podcast. Thank you for listening. Let's keep going with calls. Hayden's on the line. G'day, Hayden. G'day, mate. How are you? Yeah, real good. What can I do for you? Mate, I'm looking for a TV, what you recommend in a decent brand. Um, I currently have a QLED Samsung, but I'm looking for another TV for another room. Yep. Probably 65-inch. To seventy-five inch, mm-hmm. but you know, smart TV, and I just want your recommendation: ten grand and below. Ten grand and below. This is the best phone call ever. I want to shop <laughs> with you. I want to shop with you because here's well, the thing. There, what, there what is, features yeah. stand out to you, mate? Well, that's the that's the critical yeah, thing exactly, here. Like, what exactly. do you really, that really the, want from this thing? So, what I want is, or what my wife wants from it is, she would rather try and get a TV that either has the best inbuilt sound, which is hard, or a sound bar that can connect to the TV if it's going on the wall so it's not separate. Dolby Atmos or something like that. When you say connect to the TV, you mean like literally kind of like bummed up against it? Yeah, yeah or something like that, if, if that makes sense, if it's possible. I know what you mean, but let, let's let's yeah. talk sound bars first because I think, mm. I think what you need to – I don't know where you could best demonstrate this, to be honest, other than maybe searching mm. some of the companies. So uh, where are you based? You're in Sydney area? WA. WA. Oh, you're, in, you're in WA. Okay. So yeah. I don't know. I'm just going to check. Universal Home Theatre. Mate, Universal Home Theatre, great people. Mm-hmm. They do all my TV installs. So I've got a new TV sitting yep. downstairs here at the office. They delivered to the mm-hmm. office instead of home. Brilliant. Great. Thank you. Really got to get it. Massive mm-hmm. TV sent home now. But anyway, I'm waiting for Universal Home Theatre because they will inst- – I just know they'll do a good job, right? If yeah, – I don't know. Yeah. Have a look on their website. Maybe there'll be some photos yeah. or something. But what I think you need your wife to see is a, a well-mounted TV, so beautiful up on mm-hmm. the wall, and soundbar combo. There's normally maybe a 10-centimeter, 20-centimeter gap between the bottom of the TV and the soundbar. And then the soundbar, mm-hmm. there's a gap then until whatever's below it, if there's anything below it. Because think about mm-hmm. this with – and you, know, you might know this, your current Samsung, does it have this one connect box or is it all built in? No, one connect box. So you know that you can put that box to the side in a cupboard mm-hmm. or in a different yeah. shelf. It doesn't – so I imagine a day when my wall is just TV and soundbar and no entertainment unit. Yeah. So mm. – but even if you've got an entertainment unit, soundbar sits, sits kind of like it's floating on the wall like 10, 20 centimetres yep. above it, and then floating on the wall above that is the TV. And a good installer gotcha. will nail that. The cables, you right. might see a cable, the cables from the TV to the soundbar and down to the power are all coming in and out of the wall. 
No cables, no nothing, mm-hmm. right? So, yep. I, you know, because, mate, the best sound on a TV doesn't exist. No, exactly. I, I, that's what I understand as well. So, yeah. If, if you really, if you really um, you know, want to wanna go all out, then mm-hmm. the best sound on a TV that, that is within your price range, and mm-hmm. I don't remember the last person I said that to, um, is the mm-hmm. Samsung Neo QLED. Yep. Now we are we yeah. are pumping your budget here because it's actually listed at eleven grand. I'd be amazed if yeah. they wouldn't sell it to you for nine 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 nine, right? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what size are we talking? By the way, you haven't said. This. I didn't ask. Six, six, 65 to seventy-five. Oh, okay, beautiful. Well, that's that makes mm-hmm. it cheaper because the eighty-five is mm-hmm. eleven grand. The seventy-five. Yep. I'm gonna say I feel like it's less than that. It's it's obviously less than that. I feel like it's mm-hmm. maybe eight grand. I'll see if I can find out while we're talking. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, eight and a half grand. Samsung yep. Neo QLED. Let's be clear, this is an eight K TV. Um, yep. Which is wild. By the way, mm-hmm. last year's model is still available at JB Hi-Fi for four and a half. But anyway. Okay. Uh, mm, and that's, this, that's good to know. And this is the TV <laughs> that I have in my man cave here. That Samsung give me every yep. year to they swap it out every year, right? It's the one in mm-hmm. the background when I'm on the t- when I'm on the Today Show. Now, the things you'll love about this TV are. The, the borderless look on this thing. It's honestly the most beautiful television you can buy. Just stunning. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now going, man, there's no bezel. Like it's one or two <laughs> millimeters. It's beautiful. Your yep. wife will love it and you will appreciate it. That, that sounds sexist, but it just I'm just going with it, right? If you go yeah, with yeah, last yeah. year's model, I'll tell you the only difference. The only difference between last year and this year is I reckon the menu on this year's model just is a bit more responsive. Okay. I don't notice a yep. difference in the picture quality, right? So let's be real. Yeah, yeah. So you're saving four, yeah. four grand on a quicker menu. <clears throat> um, now, mm. the reason this TV is the first in line for you is not because it's expensive and it's in your price range. It's mm-hmm. because it does have great sound. So yep. um, this TV, if you can see it in a store, is about one centimetre thick all, all over. Yep. And mm-hmm. it's got these piercings all around it. Um, you know, what do you call them? Holes. I'm trying to think if there's a better word for that. Perforations, yeah. <laughs> perforations, perforations all around it, right? And it yep. does output sound through those. So it outputs sound oh. upwards, sideways, mm-hmm. down everywhere. And it has very cool technology that allows it to try and make the sound follow the picture, what's happening on the screen. Gotcha. Even better than that, if paired with a Samsung soundbar, and that's annoying mm-hmm. to me because there are other brands out there, but if paired with a mm-hmm. Samsung soundbar, it will output to both right so normally when you plug like if i get a jbl or a sonos soundbar put it in this thing i go i'm going soundbar mm-hmm. and boom we're, we're breaking it out it's going to sound amazing but with the samsung i'm running the q i think it's called a q90 soundbar mm-hmm. which again is another two grand my man but it's got yeah. proper rear speakers not virtual proper rear speakers proper sub it, it, it outputs the mm-hmm. sound to both perfectly yep. so that you're getting an unbelievably immersive sound. So, look, if I had 10 grand, I would buy the 75-inch Neo QLED 8K with the Samsung soundbar paired to it. I would be saying mm-hmm. to whoever I'm buying it from, mate, I'm about to spend 10 grand with me. You better be including A, delivery, and B, installation. Yeah, Because, Fair mate, enough. You're, you're about to drop more. You're their, you're their white whale, mate. Okay, let's be real. Mm. People don't mm-hmm. buy eight grand TVs every day. Um, no, exactly. And, you, and don't take that for granted, okay? Even if 
Mm-hmm. You've, you've saved the money. You've got the budget. Don't take for granted the fact that you can buy it. You know, you should yep. still drive a hard bargain. Drive, play them off each oh, other. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Play them off each yeah, other. Yeah, absolutely. Don't rule do out that. Do that with everything. <laughs> don't, don't rule out last year's model for sure. Mm. Um, yep. Because, mate, unbelievable quality still. Do you know Do you know what the spec is on that, Trevor, what the actual name if it, it's still the Neo QLED, so but the it's, it got a, it's got it's got the, the difference between yep. the the so this year's model is the Samsung QN so Q for QLED N for Nelly Q Q Neo yep. 900C. That's right. this year's model. Last yep. year's model yep. is the Q, QN 900B. Beautiful. So anything with I'll a C, anything with a C in it is is this yep. year's model. Anything with a B in it, last year's model. You'll struggle to find yep. last year's model turned on in any warehouse, any any store. Yeah, anywhere. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I would be um, amazed. I don't notice the difference, and they swap mine out one day for the next, and I turned it on. And didn't yeah, notice, right. Um, I'm sure yep. there's some some fundamental differences. Read the nerdiest of nerdy reviews to find out what they are. <laughs> Not mine. Like yep. I'll be honest with you. Um, mm-hmm. But there's a four grand difference there, so it's worth comparing them in yeah, detail. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. All right. So, mate, happy shopping right. and let me know what you end up doing. And if you do end up doing it, mate, and you get the soundbar on the wall, send me a photo, all right? Yeah, will do. Thanks, Trevor. I appreciate and, it. And if they don't jag you for um, – for if you can't sort installation, ring, yep, yep. ring my mates at Universal Home Theatre. Yep. And tell mm-hmm. them I sent you. They won't do a deal, but just tell them – just so they know. Um, they <laughs> yeah. are they're, – they're genuinely brilliant people and yep. they, they're very caring mm-hmm. technicians. All right. And Appreciate everything you said there, mate. Cheers, Hayden. Beautiful. Good on you, mate. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Thanks, Bye. Cheers. No, that's awesome. So, mate, O to be Hayden, right? Um, that's going to be a beautiful setup. And it's interesting, isn't it, that his wife's concerned about the soundbar. And I think that's where you kind of need to see, you know, pictures of, of what people have done, how they've done them. Now, I'm on the Universal Home Theatre website, and let's be real, they're, they're showing actual home theatres here. That's amazing. Uh, I found one that's like on a marble wall, the TV and the soundbars mounted below it. Um, but I can't find many more that are just normal TVs on normal walls with normal soundbars. But um, needless to say, it's very easily done and well worth doing um, because it looks great. If you get it done right, there's no cables hanging down, all that kind of rubbish. Um, well worth doing that way. All right, good luck, Hayden, and I, I genuinely look forward to seeing a photo of that thing because uh, someone's going to be very happy with their new TV. Thank you for listening. Taking your calls. If you've got a tech question, Trevor Long here, and it's easy to get in touch. Go to eftm.com, click on Ask Trev. That's what Marzenna did. Marzenna, hello. Yes, hi, Trevor. How are you? Very well. What can I do for you? Um, well, I saw you on um, the Today Show a few days ago, yeah. probably about a week ago, um, talking about, um, you know, saving with our techni- technology. Mm-hmm. And one segment was talking about saving um, in regards to the uh, either Telstra Optus or Vodafone yep. plans, the internet providing. And I just, I, I couldn't grab exactly what you were talking about or, or couldn't see it quickly enough. It was only a few seconds on the screen and... I recall only that you were referring to a company that offered or, or, or provide um, as an internet provider for obviously a, a fraction of the cost that I have to pay now to Telstra. Yeah, okay, so, so are we talking home internet or mobile to, are you looking for here? 
Um, well, one or the other or both. Well, um, so I think at the time I was talking about mobile, so let's talk about that firstly. You're with Telstra on your mobile phone and Telstra at, at home on your NBN? Correct. So the, the company I'd recommend for your mobile plan is Boost Mobile. That's the one with a B, Boost Mobile. Oh, they, <clears throat> if you And you don't need to try them because you know the Telstra network, so they're exactly the same. You could just buy up front their 12-month plan. Now, what what are you paying today for your mobile phone every month, your your mobile data? Um, $50 per phone. So we've got two phones on the plan, so it's about $100. And that, that includes the, the phone or is that just the data? Uh, that's uh, the phone as well, yes. And the then I'm paying hundred about $100 for the uh, internet uh, at home. What sort of phone are you getting from Telstra for 50 bucks a month, including data? I have no idea. Now, don't go there because this is too much, too big a question for me. Well, I just, when was the last time they gave you a new phone? That's that's a better question. Oh, no, no. They did never gave me a new phone. Oh, okay. They never. Yeah, I right. always have so my it's, own So it's phone. not the yes, physical it phone. It's just for phone calls, data. No. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So you're spending. Yes. Uh, let's let's do the old fun deal. You're you're spending hundred dollars a month. So obviously, uh, you know, twelve hundred dollars a year um, on yep. mobile data, basically for Phones. you. Is it you yes. and your, you and your partner, right? So correct. You go to Boost Mobile. You go to a service station. You're out and about now. Stop in at a service station. Yes. And grab uh, two Boost Mobile SIM cards. You pay two dollars, just the two dollar one. Don't do anything more. Whatever, two or five dollars, whatever they are. You buy them and they'll yes. they'll authorize them at the counter. Then you'll spend ten minutes on the phone because you do need to ring. There's instructions inside the packet because you're a Telstra customer. You need to make a phone call to convert over to Boost. But what you do is you'll take your existing phone number, so you get to keep your phone number. You'll change over to Boost, yes. and and then you'll recharge both those SIM cards with two hundred and thirty dollars each. Okay, so yes. you're spending four hundred. And thirty dollars, sorry, four hundred and sixty dollars, and that's for a year. You've saved seven hundred and forty dollars. Exactly. Okay. That's what I was looking for. And then, and then, what I want you to do is, I want you to ring or go to the website for Aussie Broadband, and I want you to see if you can get a better deal on your home internet at the same time. I can do that. That's, right. that's exactly. Yeah. I couldn't remember the, that name of that boost. Now, yes, now I can got. I got it. So I'm certainly going to follow your steps. A little bit of money up front, but you're going to save seven hundred and forty dollars a year ongoing. That is huge. Yes. Good stuff, that Mazena. Huge. That's fantastic. That that's good stuff. Thank you, Trevor. Thank you for getting in I'll touch. Get I appreciate it, and thank you for watching the Today Show. No problem. Have a good afternoon. Good on you. You too. Um, seven hundred. Isn't that wild? It's just wild. I, I every every week we have someone like that, and every week I it excites me because we're saving money and uh, it's tough times. Seven hundred forty bucks a year, good stuff. Mazena, um, great stuff. Eftm.com. You're listening to the Eftm podcast. Eftm. Thank you for listening. Trevor Long, taking your calls. John's on the line. G'day, John. How you doing, mate? Yeah, not too bad. Thanks, Trev. How are you? Real good, mate. What can I do for you, buddy? Um, I'm currently with Optus and uh, their provider for my internet. And when you start off with a provider, 
you get your email. And I've been with Optus for a million years. And um, so therefore, I have um, an email address which I rely on. And I want to give Optus the fleet. They're increasing prices like crazy, and I just can't keep up with it. But the thing is, if, if I give them the flick, then um, I'll lose my email. Is there any way that you can hang on to your email uh, and not be with the same provider? Uh, no. In Optus's case, no. But, but I'm pretty sure <clears throat> now we'll have to all remember, but it's not a year. It's a certain amount of time. I think it's 90 days they give you after you cut off before it all, do- it all ends, right? <clears throat> but here's the oh, thing. Okay. Here's the thing. Honestly, I know there's a way that you could, you know, hold on to it by getting some cheap something. Right, but let's talk about the better better thing to do, which is migrate away from that. Which is to say, look, at some point you're better off not having an at OptusNet email address. Okay, I think we all agree on that. So let's sign up today for a Gmail account. It's something easy, John's email at gmail.com, whatever, and. Yeah. And we say it's, it's October. So we're going to have to put up with whatever Optus is charging today and for the next two months, three months. And then yeah. we know that we're going to have another 90 days on top of that. And so we, uh, set, okay. we set a goal to give Optus the boot on January 1, for example. And so when you put yeah. that goal in your head, you're saying to yourself, every email I get now, I've got to tell these people. Oh, and you reply, thanks, cool, good to see you. Don't forget my new email address is this. And, and you yeah. start to just let everyone know. And, and the other thing yeah. you do is get a uh, – have you got a laptop or how do you get your emails? Where are you sitting at a desk? Uh, I have multiple computers, but my main one is a laptop. So what I think – and this sounds ridiculous, but it's just me. The way I operate is find – go to Officeworks and get a blue notepad or something. The one that you – this is a notepad you only use for this purpose. And that is every time you receive an oh, email, yeah. you write down, oh – my, my power company, my car company, my insurance company, you write them all down and then you know yep. what needs to change. So you know who you need to contact to make that change because often with big companies, it's not as easy as just replying to the email and saying, update my email address, please. You need to ring them and go through that process yep. or whatever, right? So you do a bit of writing it down and then at some point in November, you spend an hour on Life Admin ringing all these companies and sorting all that out. Now, yeah. John, the coolest way to do this transition is actually to get a Gmail account today and then set it up. So in the settings of Gmail, you can actually tell Gmail to go and check your Optus mail. And so what you do from today, once you've set it up, is you never open Outlook or whatever it is you're doing again. You only open Gmail and and every day it checks your mail. It checks every five minutes. It checks for new mail. And all that new mail comes into your Gmail account so that it's familiar to you. You see it all. And then whenever you reply, you set the default reply address as your new account rather than your Optus account so that people's address books will just start getting updated with your new account as well as you just telling people. Um, The phone cut out when you mentioned about um, doing something with email and using a default email address. Could you? In place. So you're talking about what I just said then about Gmail checking your your Optus account? Yeah, you said uh, just before now is to get an e, uh, Gmail, Gmail uh, an account. address. And then, and then when you and go then, into the settings, you can tell yes. Gmail 
to actually check your Optus Mail. So what it does oh, then okay. is it brings in all of your Optus Mail into your Gmail account. And so you open up Chrome. What browser do you use most, Chrome or Edge, or what are you using? Chrome, yeah. So you open up Chrome, Chrome. you open up Gmail. That's how you get your email from now on. You never open Outlook or anything. You just always open Chrome, and you open Gmail. And when you open Gmail, all your Optus Mail that's come through today is there. And just change yep. the default, change the, the reply address so that when you hit reply yep. to someone, it always uses your new Gmail account and then just start telling people. And so you've now got three months, October, November, December, to tell everyone who emails you that you no longer have that email account. You're not going to use yep. it anymore. So please delete it. And then you've got that time to research, you know, who you're going to change to, you know, give Aussie broadband or someone a call for your, um, for your internet at home. And if you've got email, uh, sorry, mobile phone with them, call someone else about that as well and start saving some big coin um, on, on all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I did the same with the phone. Um, <laughs> who, who Optus was charging 50 bucks and now I, I just pay $10, uh, which wow. saved me 40 bucks a month. 40 bucks yeah. a month. So who, who are you with yeah. now for your mobile phone? Who's your provider? Circles. Circles.life. Yep, all online. The only negative I can tell you about that is if you genuinely need to call someone, it's impossible. They don't have a call center. But as long as you're okay using the app and, and communicating with that way, perfect. Totally fine. Great provider. Yeah, I do chat with them every now and again, which is a bit of a pain. <laughs> but um, they've, they've been when you get them, they're really helpful. A and they $30 a month saving pain. $40 a month saving pain, eh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, John. Um, so just th one yeah, thing. Go on. Yep. Um, I was thinking if you got a, uh, I have a couple of spare phones. If you got a SIM from Optus and got a new phone number, could you connect that phone number to your uh, original email address at Optus and use that? I and then you know. keep your email address. Oh, look, I, th I think there might be a way, but I don't think they give out e optusnet.com.au email addresses to mobile customers. I think they give them yeah. out to, to broadband customers only these days. Oh, okay. All right. I'll, and, uh, and, I'll, and I'll John, check that up as let, well. let's be real. You're just adding another cost that you don't need to pay. Oh, yeah, yeah. So um, let's just walk away from them. Give them the flick properly. Don't let anyone email you via Optus again. <laughs> yeah. All right, mate. I mean, yeah, yep. for the charging, they are ripping you off, so. Look, it's, exactly. it's tough All to right, justify, thanks, mate. Jeff. It's tough to justify. Good luck, mate. Enjoy. Happy saving yeah. money. Yeah, have a great day. Good on you, mate. Cheers. Um, yeah, I mean, look, for $40 a month saved on mobile. You probably only save – depends. This is the thing. I'm not sure Optus at $115 a month on the NBN is probably not the $100, 100 meg plan. It's probably the 50 meg plan. So I'd, you'd need to check that. But obviously John's going to do that research. But um, – there's always money to save, as we are demonstrating right here, right now. EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM Podcast. So, I mentioned a tease there that I was going to talk about my Orbi and my Aussie broadband. So, we have a 1,000 megabit Aussie broadband. I love it. We have a Netgear Orbi with multiple satellites in the home, and we should have the greatest internet in the suburb. But I'll tell you what, excuse me for bumping the microphone, I've had to turn that thing off a few times in the last couple of months. While I was away in Europe, uh, I was giving advice to Jackson about it. He was telling me that he was struggling to download um, 
big Xbox games and he was on the phone to Aussie Broadband because, honestly, it seemed like it was because there was a lot of data throughput. Um, I'd just be sitting there watching Bathurst or and it would drop out um, or, you know, just, you know it's dropping out because you're watching streaming a lot. And it was just happening too much. I, I rang Aussie Broadband, told them everything and, look, we did a few things. We did a hard reset on this and on that and whatever. We, we logged a fault with the NBN and then a few days later it happened again and again. And like I'm talking like multiple times a day, you'd see it drop out. It'd come back pretty quickly most times. And the second time I called Aussie Broadband, again, they're awesome. Such great customer service. I'm telling you, that's the reason to spend whatever they want. They could charge me more. I wouldn't care. Um, and the guy was interesting. He, he said, I can like he was doing supreme diagnosis on the network. But he was saying that, According to all of the tests, the, the, there doesn't appear to be a fault within the network and therefore Oz, uh, MBN would always kind of kick it back to Aussie as being something they needed to further. So what I said was, I said, mate, you know what I'm going to do? I'm, gonna, I'm just going to reset. I'm going to factory reset my router, my Netgear Orbi. It must be the problem. Reluctantly saying that, right? Because we had done everything they wanted on the NTD, the little NBN box side. So... That's what I tell myself I'm going to do. I'm sitting there with my son and I thought, before I do that, because I'm Googling how to factory reset and trying to find all my passwords, make sure I've got that all sorted. But before I do that, I, I dig into the back end, uh, you know, 192.168. And I go into the logs and I look at the logs and the logs start at the time of the last outage, so roughly. I'm thinking, hang on a minute. And it says, you know, uh, boot initiated. and the, the thing has rebooted at that point. Thinking, why would the Orbi reboot? I didn't turn it off this time. I've turned it off many times before, but this time I didn't. And then I noticed in the log a lot of DOS, which I know stands for denial of service. I'm thinking, this is wild. I'm under a DDOS attack, a denial of service attack. Very strange. And I'm thinking, why would that be? Doesn't make sense. And I thought, I mean, I guess. Maybe just everything on the internet is constantly under attack and the Orbeez just, you know, logging it because it does. And maybe everyone's having this. But then I thought to myself, actually, I've got a static IP. And maybe I'm leaving fingerprints around the internet. So I rang Aussie. I said, cancel my IP. They said, that'll kick into place next month. I said, no, no, no. Cancel it today. I need a new IP today. And he did. He kicked the connection, created a new, new IP, and we got back online. Now... Plug back in the Orbi. Didn't do any reconfiguration. Just plugged it back in. And I looked at the log. Initiation, boot, DHCP, ICP, whatever it's called. Get all my devices got online. And after an hour, I wasn't seeing any DOS. Okay, this is good. And I've got to tell you, for four days now, I think it's been four days, three, three days, we've had, touch wood, good internet. I'm running a little bit of software on my Mac now to do any down downtime checking but i think so this is simply for people who help their friends with tech problems and i i've sent this information to netgear as well um because i think it's really interesting that my mind as a massive advocate of orbi went must be the orbi factory reset kick it off you know and i can imagine uh people diagnosing these things and going it's the orbi get rid of it take it back or whatever. So I told them this because I think it's a good thing for them to have in their knowledge base. If your connection is booting regularly, do you have a static IP or more importantly, have you just had the same IP for way too long? Just disconnect. 
power down your internet, folks, and power it back on and you'll get a new IP address. But yeah, that's my diagnosis at this point. We now have flawless speeds again throughout the home and haven't had downtime. So it could well be I was under a denial of service attack, just a simple one, and that was, it may be that the denial of service found a vulnerability in the orbit and it was forcing it to reboot. I don't know. That's a question I've got to still solve. But anyway, my internet's better, and I thought that was an interesting little problem-solving that might have been very different to um, what you might have seen or heard before. So there you go. It could well be not the router, not the MBN, but what's happening from the outside. Taking your calls, Roger's on the line. G'day, Roger. G'day, Trev. How are you going? Yeah, really good. Okay, I've, I've, I've been a long-time Norton's antivirus um, user okay. and internet security and all that sort of stuff. Yep. And um seems to be every time I go into there to run something, I keep getting up all these pop-ups to do this or get another get another option and, you know, dark dark monitoring or something else and something yeah. else. And all, all of a sudden, um, my price seems to have gone up to just under $300 a year if, if I was to take, to take everything up. Um, and I don't really know if I need everything that's on there or not. One, like one of them is, is like utilities uh, module for, you know, Kenny, PC and that sort of thing, which does make it a lot easier than going through all the Microsoft stuff. So I'm, I'm happy with that. But, you know, they just keep on coming up with all sorts of other things and, you know, the dark web monitoring and the and um, driver, you know, you've been how doing many, a scan. How many devices so, are you covering with this? Um, well, I've got um, two PCs and two mobiles, I think. Okay. And you said so it's how much per year? Around nearly $400? Well, nearly $400, nearly $300 now. It's right up there. You know, it's just it's just ridiculous. And I think the base is like 100 160 odd dollars a look. I've got to be honest with you. I've got to be honest with you. I don't. You've sent me a list of all the things. I don't even know what half of them do. And that's that's fine. They're 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 individual products. But for example, driver updater. I mean, Windows does that. Windows is amazing these days at getting drivers. It's not like 1995 when you had to go searching the internet for these things. So that that's that seems a stretch. 360 deluxe. That's that's the antivirus. But utilities yep. and anti-track, anti-track feels like the the ID security, like you know, dark web um, theft and all that. Look, I yep. don't know their products, but what here's what I'll do is I'll tell you what I do know, and that's Trend Micro's products. And yep. the best, like, so Trend Micro have one that's the, the their biggest and best has this home security product, which I don't think you you have or need right now, especially if you don't have kids around, because um, it's really mm-hmm. good at protecting your devices from hacks and parental controls. Yep. Let's assume you don't need that. Trend Micro's mm-hmm. highest level um, security is $129 a year. It's currently on special at $79 a year, and it includes yep. a thing they call anti-track. So yep. I wonder if that's yep. similar. Um, ad blocking mm-hmm. features certainly includes yep. the um, the ID security, uh, which is yep. their, their, their way of um, protecting you against identity theft. Um, it has a secure VPN. There's 24 seven mm-hmm. tech support. I mean, honestly, I don't mate, I don't know what more you'd need than yeah. the, what, what's called trend micro, 
Device Security Pro. So, mm-hmm. so the one up from there is their Ultimate, which is where you get a physical yep. box as well for your home. And by the way, even that one's only one hundred and eighty-eight dollars, mm-hmm. which is a discount of one hundred and twenty-four. And that comes with an IT help desk as well, and the and the smart device monitoring. But I don't think you need it. So, I think mm-hmm. you need okay. in my in my world, you need Trend Micro Device Security Pro. Um, yep. How many devices did you say in total you think you've got? Oh, I've, I've, I've got four, but I could probably put it on five. <laughs> so I, I probably really should have it on five machines. All right. Well, I'm just going to up – I'm going to change because what I told you the price was for mm. three. So for three, six for, three, for, okay. yep. for six devices, it's $120 mm-hmm. a year. Jesus. That's just ridiculous. So, mate, I think so, it's time to shop around. Um, yeah. And I think you'll get a better deal. So – I'd love to see yep. you switch to Trend Micro because they're great people and they've got a great product and I think they've got everything that you're currently getting and I think that that's the best option for you right now, my man. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's great, Trev. Yeah, with, with the Microsoft updates, like I do them all the time, but these drivers haven't been updated for like three or four years. Like my PC is um, six years old now, I think. Yeah. It still runs really well. I've had the RAM updated and everything, but it, but they just never seemed to upgrade, upgrade update these drivers so i did it all through through that so it was actually good so it was actually free for the first so i was going to cut it off <laughs> as soon as i'd done it yeah and, right um, okay yeah use it, on, use it under the free period but you know everything just keeps on adding up and it's just ridiculous and look in the end so, yeah, in the I end you think, you think about that that driver updater thing right um mm-hmm. sounds great but also how many drivers are there i mean you're talking about like a sound card a video card a, you know like if there's a problem with your computer, go and find the driver update. Mm-hmm. If you find out online yep. there's a new feature, you get the driver update. Like, I don't know. Yep. Yeah, it just feels like the kind of thing that is a little additional and over the odds. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Thank you very much for that. Good Craig. luck, mate. No worries at all. Thanks again. Cheers. Cheers, See you mate. Next time. Thank you. Good on you. Roger's a regular um, from up there on uh, beautiful Gold Coast. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, look. Again, I don't have those Norton products. I can't speak to them. But I think if Trend Micro's best minus the device security at home is 120 bucks a year for six devices, what are we doing? It's wild. Um, well worth the investment, I would have thought. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM. Taking your tech questions anytime, EFTM.com. Lorraine's on the line. G'day, Lorraine. Hi there. How are you? Very well. You're uh, you're in regional Queensland, I understand. No, we're in Kalanga, mm. uh, Queensland, four four five zero three. We're thirty k's uh, north of Brisbane, near Reg. Isn't it funny that I assumed you're in regional Queensland because of four. the dramas that you're having with Telstra Countrywide? Yes, I have. Well, no, I did get. Um, when we moved into our units seventeen years ago, we had one bar of service on our phone, and Telstra. Uh, admitted that there's a problem. So they came out, uh, Telstra Countrywide came out, put an aerial on our roof and put a a point inside our house near their desk. But that was when we had an LG phone that had an external aerial. So we were able to plug the the aerial into the LG phone and just sit at our desk. But it wasn't a mobile phone. We couldn't move around our unit. Now, we, we travel in our caravan six months of the year, so we go to Darwin. And we're home six months of the year. But when we come home, we have one bar of service and we have a Netgear Wi-Fi that I take, a little one I take to Darwin. We don't have NBN. And 
sometimes we can be on the phone and we just drop out. And they've been in touch with Telstra and they followed the case up and then we went through the Ombudsman and they Telstra said they can put an aerial on our roof for $2,500 and uh, we said we re- feel like we should be able to have service and yep. uh, we don't want to pay. We're pensioners and we don't want to pay for that to just have service in our our home. Yeah, that sounds, sounds like a so, pain. I wouldn't either. So let's, and so, let's, let's so we're talking about mobile coverage because you're using a, a little mobile broadband hotspot. You're using a little Netgear modem, right? I am, yes, and I have an iPhone. That's all we have. My husband and I are nearly we're getting on to our 80s. And, yeah, now, um, I don't know uh, Kalanga very well. I certainly know uh, Woody Point and uh, Humpy Bong State School well, very po- well because that's where we're I probably, went. But, oh, well, we're probably <laughs> only about 5K, no, 6K exactly. away but from is there. But is it? Is it hills? I mean, why have you got no coverage? No. That's my biggest question. Yes. Well, well, we've asked Telstra that, and they said by the by their records on the, their machines, it shows that we have coverage here, but we have one bar of service in our unit, and sometimes I've had girls for lunch, and they've had to go outside and talk on their phones, you right. know, like to get now, service. Now, so. ha- has, has anyone come to visit? That has no. Optus, Optus, no, no, friends that have Optus or Vodafone. Yes, they have, they have, and sometimes they say we we own two units here, and oh. we rent the other one out to another lady. Now she had Optus, and uh, but she and she said she felt like she got better service, but she wanted to go back to Telstra. So, and the reason we stay with Telstra is because we travel in our caravan to Darwin, and the coverage, any other coverage, is not good between Brisbane and Darwin, and okay. that's why we like to, we'll stay with Telstra, and we've been with them fifty five years. So. Well. Let's just talk about the 55 years for a minute, Lorraine. Um, what's Telstra doing for you, given you've been with them for 55 years? Nothing. Nothing. So let's be they, real they about that, okay? Case. Let's be real about they, that for a minute, all right? Let's not have any loyalty <laughs> to Telstra for a minute, okay? None. Yes. Zero. Yes. Zip. So do you know yes. how much you pay per month for that little uh, mobile hotspot? Uh, my whole plan is $70 a month, which I feel is pretty good. I have 50, 45 gigs of data that's shared between my uh, yeah, and my mobile phone. Okay, so and I paid $15 gig. for How much yes? did you say is your total bill? $70, $71.50. And, but in that I pay $15 for premium uh Telstra Premium that if I have trouble with my computer, I can ring them up. Platinum, not with, Premium, Platinum. Within, within the Telstra 71? Platinum. Yes. That's pretty good. But, I mean, you're not on a bad plan. Let's be real. You're, you're on yes. a pretty good deal. Uh, do you, Have you paid off the little device, the Netgear device or your iPhone? Or is that oh, part of well, well? yes, absolutely. Absolutely. No, nothing. was nothing we're paying off. This is just our phone bill yeah, and, our, and my laptop and the Netgear. And the $50, $15 a month of uh, Telstra Platinum. Now, there is one thing that I think you probably could investigate first and foremost, and that is that little Netgear, that there is an yes. external antenna port on that. So you can, yes, you can buy, I just don't know where, I haven't seen them for so long, but and I don't know which model of that you've got, the M1, the M2, the M6, the M5, there's many of them. Um it's, it's can, about four or five years old. Yeah, I feel I feel like it's 
probably the M1, but, you know, there is external um, antenna ports on that. So I feel like at a, at a glance, that's the first thing we should be doing is looking at getting an antenna for the Netgear Nighthawk. Um, would that give me more, uh, would that give me an extra bar of service on my phone? No, but that's where my next, do you use the net, do you use the Nighthawk little mobile wireless when you're at home as your home internet? Yes, yeah. yes, that's so, all I use. But but remember, remember, Telstra have this aerial on the roof, and I was thinking if we could, and they've got a port inside here. If we could put a booster in here inside the house, no. it would give us. There's, they just can't. don't do boosters oh. anymore. If you didn't okay. travel for six months of the year, then the simple solution yeah. here is to get the MBN, because what you do with the MBN is you you use what we call Wi-Fi calling, and this is what all the telcos rely yeah. on now is. They don't put boosters in. They used to have thing called femtocells, all this stuff. They just tell you to use Wi-Fi calling. And your iPhone will simply – like, so my mum, there's no Vodafone coverage, zero, where she is. But when I go to visit yes. her, I'm on her Wi-Fi and anyone can call me, no problems at all. Uh, it's just there's no mobile – there's no Vodafone tower within, I don't know, 50 kilometres of my mum. But I can wow. take calls and send texts because I'm on her Wi-Fi network. So if you had yes. internet at home, then this one bar of coverage thing wouldn't be an issue because you'd just be on the Wi-Fi. So, well, uh, Trevor, that, uh, just one other thing. The reason we cancel that is because we travel six months in our caravan. Of course, yes. And MBN were charging us $69 a month. Yeah. And while we're away six, six months yeah, of the useless. year, we were paying that. Yeah. It was useless to us, and that was why we stopped NBN. Yeah, I oh, know. That I was totally the understand. only reason. Totally understand. Totally understand. So I want to look at it this way, all right? And I'm going to do my, my normal calculations. We're, we're spending $852 a year on, on, uh, on Telstra full stop. Now, if I said to you, let's spend uh, $230. I just had a caller um, earlier who I'm going, to send, I'm going to tell you the same thing. I'm going to tell you that for that little Netgear, I want you to get, yes. a, I want you to get a Boost Mobile SIM card. Now the good thing is the the Netgear doesn't have a mobile phone number or anything. You can just cancel that and doesn't nothing happens. You can just go to a service station, get a Boost mobile SIM card, because you want to be on the Telstra network when you're traveling in the caravan. I totally understand. Um, pay yes. uh, between two hundred and thirty and three hundred and sixty dollars, whichever one you choose. But let's just start at two hundred and thirty dollars, and that's okay. prepaid for one year. Okay, and that gives you full Telstra coverage. Wherever you are, wherever you normally get Telstra, you get Telstra because Boost Mobile is the same coverage as Telstra, exactly the same. So that's $230 for the year. Now, what that leaves us with, yeah. right, is the uh, the $622 um, to spend on your mobile plan, right? And yes. I think you need a different telco. I think you need a, you need to switch telcos. That's fifty okay, we're, $50, $50 a month you've got to spend, and that is still too much. I, I don't want you spending that much. I would love for you to go and just get a Vodafone SIM card and just tell the bloke at the Vodafone store you don't want anything more than $5 worth of credit. You just want it to work and to make one phone call and that's it. Um, so spend you know $30 at most, whatever. And I want you to take that. Okay. Don't, don't change your mobile number. Don't do anything like that. What we're doing is we're testing. You're, you're taking my job. You're testing the mobile networks. So you go to Vodafone, you get a SIM card, 
uh, new mobile phone number, everything. You take your existing SIM card out of your phone, you put it on the on the bench and leave it there because that's your actual phone number. And then you put the Vodafone SIM card into your phone for a day. And you just, you know, how good's the coverage at home? What's it like? What's it like in the apartment? What's it like out on the street? What's it like down at the cafe? What's it like at the shop? Just let's find out how many bars of coverage you've got, right? Because yes. if Vodafone has coverage at home, then you yes. you are sorted for uh, a mobile and you can switch to, for example, Vodafone. Uh, I think they have a $45 a month plan and that is that is within your current budget, okay? And the, what the, about data? I'd, I'd like a little bit more data than the forty-five gigs, if I could. Oh, is that possible? Well, so let's let's look at uh, Vodafone's plans for a second. Their data offerings yeah. are ridiculous these days. Um, uh, what we want to do is we're going to mobile SIM only because that's all you need. So their forty-five dollar plan has eighty gigabytes of data. Oh, that's, that'd be perfect. And that's by the way, that's just on your mobile phone. Because on your that Boost Mobile SIM card on that little Telstra dongle, that's, yes, that's got 170 gigabytes for the year. So call it 15, 20 a month on just on that on that device. Okay, right. Now, if if Vodafone is the answer, if it is good coverage for you, you could actually go yeah. to Kogan Mobile and pay um, 159 dollars up front. For two hundred gigabytes for the year, a hundred and seventy-nine. Like, let's just go two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars yeah. upfront gives you five hundred gigabytes of data. Okay, for wow. the year, right? So that's forty gigabytes a month, and we've now spent yes. one hundred and ninety-nine plus two hundred and thirty. We've spent four hundred and twenty-nine dollars for a year to give you mobile phone coverage at home on Vodafone and it will work in Darwin and other places. And yes, there might be some spots between Brisbane and Darwin where your mobile phone doesn't yes. have the best coverage, but you'll have the Boost Mobile inside that Netgear modem and you'll have internet. So at worst, you could open up your phone, be on the Wi-Fi and use WhatsApp to call your friends or Facebook Messenger or whatever other thing you want to do or yes. Wi-Fi calling. Because your phone will know it's on Wi-Fi and it will use Wi-Fi calling. So we've saved okay. crazy money, right? And, yes. And hopefully we've solved the problem at home and kept the yes. solution that you have um, on the road and you've saved 423 yes. bucks a year. Now, what? by the way, all that Vodafone talk, if that doesn't work, if Vodafone's no good, then go to Optus and get a SIM card from them and see what their coverage is like in your home. And one of them, honestly, just take it out. Yeah. One of them's going to be better. And how do I how do I transfer that all the stuff off that other? Once we've done once we've done our test and we've worked out we're going to be a Vodafone, a Kogan, an Optus, or an Amazim customer, whichever one you end up going with as being, I like the coverage I get at home. Then go back to the store, throw that SIM card out. Just throw it out. Go back to the store and say, I'd like to switch to Vodafone. I'd like to switch to Optus. And I'd like to keep my mobile number. They will do a process yes. called porting, which will take your phone number and move it from Telstra to Optus or Telstra to Vodafone. And in about 15, 20 minutes, they'll give you a new SIM card. Your phone will ring when I call your number, whoever calls your number, even though you're now on Optus, and you're done. No, what about my do. big con? You've got what big about pond. my Telstra big con? Big pond email at home, do you? 
Oh, because yes. you use big, you know what? The, again, I've just had this conversation with someone else. It's the perfect thing to do. You've got to get off it. You've got to, you've got to sign up for a Gmail account. It's free. Yes. And you've got to start telling all your family and all your friends that you've moved to Gmail and you've ditched Telstra. Yeah. And you want to yes. you want to set a timeline for yourself that says by this date we're going to stop using Big Pond so that all your energy bills whoever whatever other bills come through that email account they also get get changed over to your new email address and you should do this regardless of everything we've just said because you should never be tied <laughs> to a telco via email. Yes. 55 yes. years and all they've done is given yes. you given you a headache for the last little bit. They have. So unfortunately, they gave us $80 deduction I've, on, our, on our phone bill. I've given you, Lorraine, a lot of work to do. And I get that. Yes. But yes. it's going to be well worth it because A, you'll be able to take phone calls at home. B, you'll yes. save money. And C, yes. you'll be free. Free. Anytime you see a better deal on your mobile, you can just change, switch, done. It's that easy. And you're not you're not linked to to Telstra for fifty five years because it's lovely that you've been there fifty five years, but it's not doing anything for you. No, they're not. They're not doing anything. What about um, my friends have just got uh, new iPhones and they went with Aldi. Yeah, Aldi uses the Telstra network. Not not. I need to be real clear. Boost Mobile uses the absolute entire and complete Telstra network. Zero difference in coverage. Okay. Aldi uses okay. the Telstra network. They say part of the Telstra network. Let me tell you, it's 99.999% of it. It's bloody all the good bits. <laughs> um, you yes. will struggle to find the piece of Australia that doesn't have Aldi but does have Boost or Telstra. So great option. But going to Aldi doesn't give you mobile coverage at home, Lorraine, because no. you've got one bar of no, coverage. that's right. Yes. The Boost... Mobile SIM card is the way to go to get the coverage at home. Uh, the Boost mobile SIM card is the way to go for your Netgear modem to save money on those road trips because you don't need Telstra. You can use Boost. The On your mobile phone at home to get coverage, to get more bars, you, you, you probably want to go with Optus Thanks or Vodafone. Yeah. Okay. Good well, luck. Well, you've been so helpful. Well, well it, thank you it very requires much. you thank to you do a lot now, Lorraine, but let me know how you end up, all right? Thank you, Trevor. Good on you. Anytime. Good on you. Thanks, Lorraine. Um, I mean, you know, got to do what you got to do. I, I mean, isn't it? We've just had the same conversation a couple of times because it's common. It's a common problem. But we move on. It might sound crazy what I'm about to say. But Trevor. Thanks for your company. Lovely to be with you. As always, uh, no clear reason why I won't be here next week. Uh, I mean, I'm just looking at the diary, really. 
I'm freaking out that the Dodgers are playing uh, right now. Um, and I need to get the fetch box turned back on because it's gone to sleep mode. Uh, and that I've got things to do, but that's okay. Uh, but no, back next week with another episode of... Uh, oh, actually, ooh, next week could be an issue. Um, filming a story with Today Show. So just saying, just saying, could be a fortnight, which is an issue for Americans if you've seen the TikTok. But we'll see. Anyway, I'll be back next time, okay? It's all good. We'll be back. Thanks for listening, folks. See you next time. EFTM. You're listening to the EFTM podcast. EFTM.